well, that's a cheery gospel. Like, that's fine. This is how it's going to end, huh? With nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, powerful earthquakes, famines, plagues from place to place. So we got that to look forward to. But before that, we're going to be seized and persecuted, handed over, thrown in prison, right? And then even before that, we'll be handed over by our own family, parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they'll put some of us to death. We'll be hated by all because of the name of Jesus. You guys good? Ready? Ready to rock? Ready to go? Some are like, yeah, let's go. Others of us are like, yeah, wait, what's going on here? Well, what's going on is this. We're almost to the end of the liturgical year. So next Sunday is the feast, the solemnity of Christ the King, Jesus, the King of the universe, right? And that's the end of the liturgical year. Then we begin with Advent, start a new liturgical year. The church always, at the end, gets real serious about what life in this world is going to be like. Even last week, we had All Saints Day, All Souls Day. The church trying desperately to teach us what we should be about in this life. So two words, two words for you tonight from this gospel, well, not from this gospel, but to consider. Perspective and perseverance, right? So perspective, that word literally means to look or see through. Per in Latin, the prefix means through. These are spectacles, right? Spatere in Latin, to look or to see. So perspective means to be able to see or look through. Not beyond, not around, but through. And the church wants to give us all the right perspective as we live this life. All Saints Day, All Souls Day, this month of November to remember our beloved dead. The church asking us to consider where our true home is and to look there so that we look through the events of this life with the right perspective, that we can look through them and see beyond just the earthly into the eternal and see the way in which the eternal has come into this time, this earthly existence, to lead us to our true home in heaven. So the church reminds us of our brothers and sisters who have gone before us. Those in heaven, all saints. Those on the way to heaven, all souls. And then us on this earth. In the battle. Ecclesia militans, the church militant on earth. The fighting church because it's a battle. And this gospel tonight reminds us it's a battle. It's not going to be so dang peaceful. Our true home is in heaven. But it's a journey to get there. And it's not so easy unless we have the right perspective. Jesus did. He says in John's gospel, he says, in this world you'll have trouble. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So in this world we will have trouble if we actually try to live our faith. If we try to stand with and for Jesus. There's going to be trouble. External, yeah, you bet. Internal, absolutely. It's a harder path 
to walk with and for Jesus Christ. But it's worth it. So, to get to our true home in heaven, what we were made for, right? Remember, the whole point of this life is to make us into the type of men and women who can be with God forever in heaven. To get home, we need not only perspective to see through things, but we also need perseverance. And again, that Latin prefix, per, means through. So perseverance literally means to go through severity, not around it, not skip over it, but to go through things. That's the Christian walk. Not to run away from realities, especially difficult ones, but to go through them with our Lord, through him, with him, in him. And that means going through some hard things. To persevere means to endure. In Italian, if a man was tough, they would say he's un uomo duro, right? A hard man. To endure, to harden up, to get tougher, to be substantial enough to go through difficult things without falling apart or without running away. In a sense, in a very real way, we're called to mature, to become men and women. St. Paul cautions us. He says, you can't be like little infants tossed this way and that way by every wind of human trickery. No, we have to grow and mature. We can be childlike always, but we cannot be childish in the faith. If we're childish in the faith, we're like little infants that get tossed this way and that way. But rather, at the end of the liturgical year, the church encourages us to stand strong, to be substantial enough, to take on the difficulties of this life, but to do them with great faith and great trust. At the end of this gospel, we have a good line. Jesus says, by your perseverance, you will secure your life. So by going through hardship, that's how you gain your life. As I was praying, priests and deacons and something religious take a vow when we're ordained to pray what's called the liturgy of the hours. Some people call it the breviary. There's an interesting translation of this line that ends our gospel today. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. In the breviary, it's translated this way. By your trusting acceptance of trials, you will gain your life. Now, I like both. By your perseverance, by going through severity, you'll secure your lives. But also, I like this. By your trusting acceptance of trials, you will gain your life. See, trusting acceptance. So it's not just persevere, just harden up, grit your teeth, get through it but trusting acceptance of trials. Can you have a trusting acceptance that somehow God is at work in all of that? Whatever your trials are, whatever cross you have to bear, can you trust the Lord and accept it as an offering, as a gift from God? And in so doing, see, because the trust thing means relational. I can trust you, Lord. 
I can trust that you're in charge of this and that you're giving me what I need so that I can become the type of person who can be with you forever in heaven. By your trusting acceptance of trials, you will gain your life. That as we do that, as we take up our cross, as we embrace the realities of this earthly life, which is not our home, as we embrace those realities, we gain life. Trials and difficulties, they seem like they're robbing us of life. But the Christian perspective is, no, no, no. As I embrace those realities, I gain life. I actually grow. I'm not losing anything. I'm gaining. And what I'm gaining is a heart that is expansive, courageous, strong, large. My heart begins to look like the heart of Jesus. But if and only if we embrace those difficulties that this life will afford us, there's no way around it. Listen, you're not going to get through this life without suffering. There is no question about that. Life involves suffering. The greater question is what we do with that and where we go with that. The church at the end of this liturgical year reminds us of the difficulties of this life, but then also says, now bring them to our Lord. Bring them to him. Unite your difficulties, whatever crosses you bear, and everyone here is suffering and struggling with something. Bring them right to our Lord. Make an offering of those very things. Put it right upon the altar where bread and wine are offered. And then watch what happens. Watch what happens as you gain perspective, as you're able to see through the difficulty of this life to see the better and bigger thing that's already breaking in even now. Watch what happens as you persevere, as you go through hardship, as you become more substantial and mature. And watch what happens as you cease to face those difficulties alone. St. Catherine of Siena, what a great saint. She has such a good line, one-liner. She said, only those are afraid who think they are alone. Only those are afraid who think they are alone. Well, brothers and sisters, we are not alone. If Jesus wants us to know one thing, it's that he is with us precisely in the difficulties of this life, that we are not alone, and therefore we should not be afraid. As we gain perspective, as we see through things, as we grow in perseverance, as we go through hard things, may we always remember we're not alone. We go through this life through him, with him, in him. And that makes every bit of difference.